The following is a GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street production. You've discovered your link to GoPowerCat.com's PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor, and it starts right now. Now, let's go to the WTC gig-powered studios. Here's your host, GoPowerCat.com publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. It is Friday, and this is the Gosh Golly PowerCat Overtime Podcast. Woo! That's me getting excited. It's Friday. Look, if you're not familiar with this, and I feel like I have to explain this every week, uh, people start asking us weird questions. We start answering them. It was part of our podcast for years, and now it's its own podcast on Friday because you want to kill time at work. It's better than killing coworkers. Kill some time. Don't kill your coworkers. And whatever you do, don't pick up a chair and try to hit them. That's bad. Bad, 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 bad. I like this because we're recording it before we know what happened. Out of, yeah, out of we're still recording. We're kind of recording after the questions podcast. We still don't know the penalties as we record, so we're not going to be talking about it much. Oh. We just won't. Let's. Tim Fitzgerald, Radigates, Zach Carlson, the WTC Gig Pirate Studios, and, of course, we are sponsored by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. If you're in Manhattan and you require some refreshments of the adult flavoring, go to the fridge. There's other options. I get it. But if the girl that's a 10 is looking for a date, why would you ask out the six? Go to the fridge. It's sexy. <laughs> that got weird. Sorry. Oh, do, do we have good questions this week? I don't know. It's a lot yeah. of Chiefs questions. <laughs> oh, that's right in my wheelhouse. Uh, let me explain something, folks. I cover Kansas State sports. And I've done it essentially since eh, a couple years out of college. I did a short stint in St. Joe. Sounds like a stretch of prison. Um, it sounds like a ballad that somebody sings. A short stench in St. Joe. Stint. Not stint. stench. Sorry. I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> I had to spend time in the city with the world's worst gentleman's club. <laughs> world's worst gentleman's club. I do apologize. To Coach Mitty for asking him about. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> the look on his face was because he knew exactly what I was talking about. Let me let me give the story since this is the overtime. Uh, uh, I went in there with my coworkers at the St. Joe News Press Gazette back in the day. This would have been the late '80s. What a mess of a newspaper name, by the no, way. I think they stripped it down to something shorter now, and now it's part of the TV station, which I don't think we had back then. Manhattan needs a TV station. That's a whole other thought. Anyhow, we just on a whim we went in there, and it was like in an old theater in downtown. St. Joe. And at the time, St. Joe was really down on its luck. It was not an attractive town. It was kind of rough and very blue collar and you know, needed some refinishing. There's a lot of old southern homes that were run down at the time. I'm, I'm of the understanding that it's much nicer now. Anyhow, this place was there. It was a thing to do. So we did that. I had a co-worker, Jeff, who was in his 30s. And the dancer at the rail informed Jeff, oh, I have a son that age. <clears throat> You, do, you can do the math. That, that pretty much summed up, and we, like, finished our drinks and said, leaving, what a good idea. And then we proceeded to go to the Rockin' Place in St. Joe, the bar at the Belt Bowl. The Belk Bowl? Belt. 
Oh, this is bowling get, alley, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Bar, bowling alley on Belt Highway. I was going to get really excited. Yeah, yeah bowling alley. Uh, and I had another uh, experience there where I was there with the fellas, and I noticed most of the fellas in the bar had left, and I was we were kind of in the back, really weren't paying attention. And then the announcer came on and said, Welcome to ladies' night. Let's bring out Daniel. Yeah, it was male stripper night. Good, good. I need singles. Leaving. What a good idea. Oh, my God, Fitz. This kind of sums up my time in St. Joe. Oh, my God. It was a, it was a tough stretch of time. It was eight months that drew out like a blade. It felt like five years. And then ended up in Salina and started covering K-State sports again. Kind of. But anyhow, the point being... I cover K-State sports. It, you really do, if you're a professional, have to turn in your fan card. Mm. Sure, you want good things to have for K-State. Sure, it's your alma mater. But you're not there to root and rah-rah. I mean, that's really bad form in the media. So, you kind of, you know, you don't tailgate. You never, you should never have alcohol before you go in the press box. That kind of stuff. That's kind of how the how the industry works and should work. Chiefs, though, I don't cover the Chiefs, nor do I cover the Royals. So I kind of keep that for fandom, which a lot of sports writers, if they're kind of national guys, have to give up their fandom. They just. They, yes and no. They Well, yeah. They kind of I mean, get away with it. Anyways. So, yeah, the industry's changed a little bit in that way. But um, I'm, I'm a fan. I've been asked to do some stuff for the Royals and Chiefs. In fact, we own some web domain names if we ever wanted to do sites. But there's really good independent sites out there, so we haven't done that. Anyhow, it would turn it into my work, and then I couldn't say, go Chiefs, go. Because, man, this is cool. A lot of Chiefs questions. I'm in. This is the Questions Podcast. Wrong, wrong, wrong. This is the Overtime Podcast. Right. Right. And this is Zach, and he's going to read your questions, and I hope they're stupid. What did he say? From Powercat Ryan. <laughs> I hope they're stupid. Remember that time K-State beat Pat Mahomes and he had a Hail Mary to tie the game? How bad was that coaching staff that they had Mahomes and couldn't win the Big 12? Was that in 16? Lubbock? No. Sir. Or was that was the one in Manhattan? Manhattan? He was injured that game, too, because we were uh, tracking. He had been in a sling all week. Yeah. Someone saw him in Junction City. At the Junction Andrew City. Andrew Hammond, that's who it was. was yeah. It? He said he saw him in Junction City at the... Uh, Junction City MHS game the night before in a sling. And then the dude played and threw for 500 yards. Yeah, he, he yeah, he he was milking that shoulder just trying to get it healthy and Why was he at the I have no game? idea. I have no idea. Should have he probably just they're like, "All right, this is a big high school game. We can put you in a sling and if someone will see you and word will get out that you're not playing." <laughs> to be honest. Sounds very Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. I knew he was good, but, you know, there were so many worries about him being a system quarterback because it's not a productive system for quarterbacks. You don't learn how to be a quarterback at Texas Tech or in the Kingsbury system. You you stare down a receiver and you throw the ball. And you, you make the same throws over and over. You don't huddle. You don't change plays. You don't read defenses. You just kind of do your thing. It works. It's fine. It's kind of a cheap way to win some games and not really be a great program. And then if you have some things go wrong, you don't win enough games. Yeah, they even had re- good receivers on that team, and they still didn't win many games. Because Cliff Kingsbury didn't know how to coach defense. Did he play in 15? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I can't remember that game all that well. 
so I just don't know. But I do know that DJ Reed had pick six against him in Manhattan. He sure did. Patrick Mahomes is in some ways going to be the Tom Brady of this generation because he's already had that impact. He got Cliff Kingsbury a head coaching job in the NFL after getting fired from a college job. Cliff Kingsbury failed upwards. Amazing. Oh, you coached Patrick Mahomes. You must know what you're doing. Yeah, it was it was amazing that K-State won that game. I would be sick if I was a Texas Tech fan. I'm just saying. At the opportunity you missed having him and not being a national title contender. Yeah. Sad. You can't in Madden, though. You can go back to Texas Tech and... Well, that's cool, because I think that's where Cliff Kingsbury learned football. He's playing Madden. <laughs> From Wizard6294, rate the fight better or worse than McGregor versus Cowboy. Well, uh, I didn't, I'll put it this way. I'm so happy I'm not into pay-per-view fighting. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? It's what, what, I mean, what is it, 80 bucks? Is that it was 65, I think, was and, for the fight. And it was over in a minute. It's over already? Now, granted, you're buying the whole card. That yeah, was the main event. Nobody cares. If you care if you if you follow UFC, like I think Holly Holm was on the fight and right. she's a, a good fighter. Did like there was what? Did she win? I think she did. See, I don't pay that close attention. Yeah, right. So like it's not worth it for me. But for someone that watches UFC, even if they you know, they're just familiar with the names, there's two names. McGregor Cowboy plus Holly Holm. Like there's two fights. Maybe it's worth it for a casual. Yeah. I don't know. But that's I'm, a that's a fight where you go to Tubby's and you're like, yeah, let's watch the fight. I'm not into the MMA just stuff. I'm just I'm not, not into it. I, and uh, I accept that it's now a legitimate sport. I accept that, you know, I recognized early on the popularity and that it was going to surpass boxing and in our society as in terms of a sport, and it has, which is kind of sad. But you know, I think boxing will go away because we're now finding out that being punch drunk and Old age is CTE. I mean, they're the original guys who had it. Not saying MMA guys don't get it, but being bare-fisted, you don't get those kind of thuds you get from the gloves. So anyhow, I'm not into it. I just think it's kind of creepy. K-State KU was better than the McGregor fight. Because we got to write about it. Because I was right there. (laughs) And it was free. However, the K-State KU fight was like a four at best. Okay? Silvio D'Souza's punch attempt was pretty kind of dope and then like his little throwdown with james love got interesting everything else other than that was just kind of weak let's be real it's kind of weak if you really wanted to take up another notch silvio de Sousa should have come down with the chair he couldn't find anyone to hit yeah by the time he picked up the stool there was no k-state people around him there was just like his coaches ku fans uh, the KU players and a service dog named Lucky. I'm just, just guessing. I just made that up. Lucky. I made it up. It was Lucky didn't get his tail stepped on. It would have been really great. It would have been one of the best fights I've ever seen if Dejuan Gordon would have started it, grabbed his leg, pulled him out from under him, dropped Silvio D'Souza to the ground. Would that been, would have made it good. What would have been great is if the chair gets used so it strikes someone. If we're, if we're going wrestling rules, that's yeah. a DQ. There's no... You can't hit someone with a chair? I mean, there, unless the rules specify there was no chairs in this basketball game. If there was, like, if John Higgins said, yeah, you guys can use chairs, it's allowed, no, no DQ there. But 
chairs were not part of this contest. You got to pick up a flimsy aluminum chair, so they make a lot of noise and don't really right. hurt. Yeah. That was a wooden stool that probably do some damage. Was... But the reg, the great twist would have been they were in the disabled section. Some guy in a wheelchair stands up and starts clubbing people. <laughs> like I was faking, and this is a fight. <laughs> now I'm in. That sounds very WWE, actually. <laughs> It, it was it was it was an entertaining fight, but uh, yeah, I'll give it a. It was just a surprise. We knew McGregor and Cowboy was going to take place, and we suspected it was going to be not worth the money. What it last forty seconds? If correct, short enough it was, to it was forty seconds. Short enough to be tweeted out on a video. <laughs> Man, guys, it should last longer than forty seconds. The fight. Moving on. Moving, moving onward. One thought I had last night. Oh. I was hoping on February 29th, tip-off's about to happen. All five players from each team are standing there. They drop their sticks and gloves, line brawl before the game even starts. Quick question. Why can't, Why is it acceptable to fight in hockey, but on other Culture. sports we'd, we'd frown upon it? Culture. I think they should allow a little bit of, and then like hockey, if it gets out of hand. Dude, if you're Canadian, you want to fight people too. You get punished you're, for it, though. You're cold. You're playing on ice. You're wearing all these big baggy clothing. You got blades on your feet, and you can't use them in the fight. Have you ever thrown a punch on blades? Like, you're going everywhere. Oh, That's hard. I, it's remarkable. It skill. Never used ice skates before. Uh, yeah, just being on ice skates would be remarkable for me. Being on feet sometimes is remarkable <laughs> for me. Let's be honest. From Heard as Joe... What's your favorite new uniform from any sport this year? Uh, he likes the new lavenders, which he thinks are gorgeous. All, I, white, all white football. Uh, all white basketball for me. Those are those are sweet. Just the, homes? Are, the, the plain homes? homes? Yeah. The or Wildcats the, one. Oh, oh, the throwback. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, although those football ones were nice. The white Powercat helmets were nice. Um I mean, as a design, the cat's helmet is really attractive. It really is. Um, you don't need to go back into that. We got him to say it. Well, I've, I've always said that. I, I like the look of him. I loved him on game day. I thought it was really cool looking. But, uh, yeah, I love those white throwbacks because they really are pretty close to what they wore back in the day. I think they did a very good job of making those modern but also Right. Very close to what that will you I do like the Lavenders. And and you know what I like about the Lavenders? It's something K-State fans appreciate because they know the context for the most part. Not all fans are that loyal and understand the historical meaning of it. And everyone else kind of thinks they're gaudy and hates them. I'm, I like that. That's what they were originally because they were. They were the Lavender tops, the purple shorts. They looked like crap. People made fun of Lavender back then because it wasn't such a enlightened time as it is now. And uh, everyone made fun of it, and then K-State go in and win. K-State basketball is in a great place with jerseys right now. You have your home, you have your away, you have your alternate black. Which that, are nice. Which, which you can argue you don't need black, but fans like black. Keep the Players black. like the black. Then you have two, if you will, throwbacks, we'll call them. I know the Lavender isn't technically a throwback, but it's a So you've got five of, sets of jerseys. Five sets. Don't go anymore. That's you, you, you're great. Don't add a gray. There, if they add a gray, I'm going to riot. There's not. Thank God. There's not. The black one was the last video that they were going to release. Thank according you. According to my Jesus. sources. Zach Carlson out here being a reporter for the first time since Scotty Hazleton's hiring. <laughs> <laughs> 
We laugh because it's funny, and we laugh because it's true. I actually, the thing I like about the the basketball uniforms this year, there is no black trim on any. Yes. Of the regular uniforms. Yes. The only time you see black is when it's the main color of the black jersey, which is fine. I, All for it. I would simplify the shorts on the yeah the shorts base uniform. Too loud for me. I'd get rid of the gray on there and just be purple and white on those, and just some more simple striping like they have. Just I don't know. I just think the shorts are too busy. The black shorts though, with the power cats that are on the backsides are. Kind of weird. I actually very, really like them. It's they very. At least, at least they tried something. It's very turn ahead the clock MLB from 20 years ago. I like look. It. I don't know. know why I like them because I hate big lo- like big logos on helmets. I hate that. I don't know why I like those shorts, but I do. That could be coming for K State. Oh God, the please. giant power. Gene Taylor, if you're listening, Chris Kleiman, if you're listening, please don't. Do a massive power cat on the helmet. Power cat that its behind ends touch on the back side of the helmet and they wrap around the side, and the big face is right there at the front of the helmet. Stop it, you're scaring me. That was not a sound effect. I just did that. One thing about uniforms, I was talking about this before the, the podcast. You notice how the numbers font changed for the men's basketball jerseys? And then in the baseball, like locker room release video they showed a picture of the cleats and it has cats written on them in that same font i have a theory that the uniform font will change for k-state football that font you see on those basketball jerseys that's what we're going to see next year that'll be the first big change for uniforms this is tony kornheiser show i'm tony we expected someone else so what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> 9 over 8. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Moving on. From Powercat Ryan. We've all seen that photo of Lynn Dawson smoking a heater with a refreshing awesome. fresca between his legs during the Super Bowl. If you remade that photo with Patrick Mahomes, what would it look like? Squirting ketchup into his mouth. <laughs> Absolutely. I love everything about him except the ketchup thing. Uh, swap out the cigarette for a jewel. Swap out the fresca for a white claw. Done. Oh my- 
my God, it's perfect. <laughs> 2020 is here, kids. All right, that's the answer. That's I think, it. I'm sorry. I think Joe Burrow stole it. He was smoking a yeah. cigar in the postgame locker room. And did you see the hat that was on Joe Burrow's lap when he was smoking uh, that cigarette? I don't know. It's a can I say? Can I say the D in that sentence? Is that allowed on a podcast? Big energy. Big blank what energy. Really? That's awesome. BDE. BDE. And that's all it says. <laughs> I love Joe Burrow. I don't like the Bengals. I don't like LSU. I didn't cheer for LSU this year, but I hope Joe Burrow breaks every record ever. <laughs> Where's Andy Dalton going? What happened to him? Shoot. Who knows? What happened to AJ Green? I mean, Where's he? AJ Green was hurt all year and then they inj- they uh they put him tanked. on the IR. Oh. Yeah, it was kind of fishy because I think he could played. Yeah, they did, and like the Dolphins did too for a bit, and then they started, started winning. winning. It's kind of weird. Tom Brady, next quarterback, Miami Dolphins. What? Huh? What? Sorry. Yeah. Actually, it's going to be Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers is going to yeah. go to the Dolphins and mentor two. To, Wait, two I up. thought Tampa was in on him. Tampa or Miami? They're going to lower. He's going to Florida somewhere. Going down from thirty interceptions to twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Double the kids. From the Gint. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> From the Gint. First Royals, now Chiefs. Think the Cats will ever play for a national championship? I would cry if they ever do. Would you guys? It would be insane, man. It would be insane. It It is a very steep mountain to climb. Baylor saw it this season. They probably weren't going to get a chance at one loss. you got to run the table, win the Big 12, and then hope they don't pull a stunt on you even then. I think I've said it before. It's going to be basketball before it's football, at least with the current state of college football. K-State, unless they somehow got an infusion of talent like a Trevor Lawrence grad transfer (laughs) into K-State. The entire Clemson team just decides that they want to come to Manhattan. There is is too much consolidation of high-level talent at a few programs right now in college football. It's really... It depends on how you look at it. I think it hurts the game, but people love dynasties. And we've got battling dynasties, and LSU now broke through, but they're a program that can and gets that kind of talent. It's all in the southeast for the most part. Ohio State is kind of in that mix. But they're, you know, Columbus is not that far north compared to than you probably think. Well, and I like parity, but I also don't want, like this year, let's say they had an eight team and Utah got in and got hot. Utah wasn't the best team in the country. So, like, on one hand, yeah, I enjoy the parody of the NCAA tournament, but I like the best team to win it. Okay, Jesse Newell. That was a cheap shot. No, K-State is not the number 10 team in the country this year. It would have been Oregon that might have gotten, with two losses, gotten hot. They were were really good at the end of the year, and maybe they made a run and and beat the right team at the right time. But, boy... um, I think going to eight makes it even more difficult on the K-States and Baylors because you've got to rattle off wins. You don't – you know, back in the day when K-States should have made it to the national championship and choked, were they going to play Notre Dame? Which one? 2012? Uh, yeah, they would have played Notre Dame. Um, no, going back then it was Tennessee with T. Martin. Oh, 98. Yes, they would have played Tennessee. And in that case, I think in both cases they were the better team those years. Um, but that's just not true anymore. I mean, the, look, I love the 98 team, but 
all those teams, those top three teams in the playoff this year, were, you know, pretty damn good. It's hard to compare them from different generations, but it's hard to sit here and say, oh, yeah, Kish would have won that. I mean, it's impossible to say that. To answer the question, if I'm working this job when that happens, no, I will not cry at the time. Maybe later. Maybe when I'm laying down at 4 a.m. to go to bed. At least desk would help us a lot. Yeah, no kidding. Guys, K-State got into a fight in Lawrence, and I didn't go to bed till 2.45. What happens if they win a national championship? We'd never go to bed again. <laughs> What's going to happen, guys, is I'm going to retire and hand it off to you guys. Then it'll happen. And I'm like, what the hell? It's just the... Uh, what just the, the hell? Fitz curse. Thanks. Thanks for hanging that on me. <laughs> you started it. <laughs> From Infected Testicle... If you could pick one food to be zero calories and good for you, what would it be? Everything. Uh, spinach, artichoke dip, or mozzarella sticks. Spinach is already healthy. There you go. Not when you throw a bunch of cheese in there and stuff. That's healthy. But it's... Are you telling me I can go shovel a bunch of spinach, artichoke dip into my mouth and it's I am. good for me? It's I am. Look better me. than a lot of foods. Look at me. Take my advice. Like, I'll be honest it. with you. If appetizers were a little bit cheaper, like what's like mozzarella sticks probably cost eight bucks, nine bucks. That's stupid. Like that. Mozzarella they, sticks are the most overpriced Yeah. Absolutely. on any menu anywhere. But, like, if... If apps were cheaper, I would go to a Tanner's or something, and I'm not taking a dig at Tanner's. I'm just saying if they were cheaper, I would go to the bar, I would order a few beers, I would have like two apps. I don't want a burger and fries all the time. I don't want a Philly cheesesteak all the time. I just want some apps, dude. But I'm I'm not trying to pay 30 bucks. There's an amazing Apple restaurant that serves half-price apps. Um, There's an Apple restaurant that serves for about $12.99 an appetizer platter, and I tell you what... Yes. Oh, There's also a chili pepper restaurant that also oh, serves dear. a sampler of appetizers. Chili pepper restaurant. <laughs> oh, dear. They serve chili peppers. Do you want to go eat at Applebee's? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Last time I ate there, I got like two free beers. The girl didn't know how to pour a beer, so she bet the guy that he couldn't pour a perfect one. And then he did, and he was like, I don't know what to do with this beer now. And I was like, I'll take it. He was like, what? Way to throw yourself on that grenade. Yes, I will take Man, you sacrifice for mankind. I'd pick French fries. Oh, yeah, I didn't answer. Probably wings. French fries? Yeah. You just would eat French fries straight up? No. I'm so, if you could pick any food to be zero calories, that's the one I'd pick. Interesting. I think French fries are pretty overrated. I love French I'm fries. I'm with you. That's a hot take. I think French fries, with a few exceptions... Are not as good as advertised. Now, I, I but if I, they were zero calories, you're I all do. about it. If you look at my food pyramid, one corner is tots. And that's why you're so fat. That's like one of the foundation items in my food pyramid. Can tots. I change that well, to like, fried potatoes? Then? There we go. When I go to okay, there we go. Is that happy? Yeah. When I go to like a McDonald's, I don't get. I don't remember last time I had fries at McDonald's. Because I, if you go there, I get a bunch of sandwiches. You know, if I'm hungry, I'm using my appetite on legit food. I'm not stuffing French fries Look, down my gullet. I'm so lazy. I'll just say, give me number three large with the sprite. Done, and then I end up with French fries. Fair. And a couple of McDoubles and seven pies and. And that's why you're so fat. But you'll like eat separately. Like you don't combine your stuff. 
No, well, I'm, I'm, I'm. You're a one item per. Edit. Yeah. It's how I. Uh, I used. To I got to get one project uh, done, and before I move on to the other project, that's not just eating. But yeah, I will eat. Once in a while, I'll vary, and it's kind of unsettling to me. But yeah, uh, if if I sit down and I've got like potatoes and carrots and a chicken breast, cheesy rolls, cheesy rolls. I have a roll, and then I'll eat the carrots, and then I'll eat the chicken breast, and then I'll move on to the potato. So that's Is why, because that, a potato. Uh, the mashed potatoes kind of just slides in and fills all the gaps and smushes down in there. So that's why I had yes. so many rolls at the Brazilian Steakhouse. Oh God, that was that's just because you were out of control. <laughs> did Zach get out of control and drunk in Memphis? No, but he did with rolls. It's crazy. It's nuts. From Adam K sixty three was Andy Reid's move of eating a cheeseburger and then going to bed after the AFC Championship game a legendary move. Flex on him, Andy. <laughs> I love it. That was great. Coach Snyder shook his head in agreement. Nice move. Coach Snyder said, "That's too much food. You fall asleep. Should have been watching film on the 49ers. That's what Coach Snyder said. Coach Snyder said Taco Bell wasn't open. <laughs> What do you think the bar tab was roughly that Travis Kelsey racked up at uh, Ale House that night? I'm guessing you went to Ale House. Man, I get so much money. Man, I get so much. I got a did it swag and I do have life. It had to be insane. Absolutely. I bet that dude was knocked off his ass so fast. You got to fight. Well, you're right. That was unbelievable. They tried so to they tried to pull the mic away from him, and I was like, "You're not getting that microphone." I'll tell you what, it's been seven years coming, baby. I learned one thing since I've been here: you gotta fight for your right to fight. But I did love Andy Reid's comments. I wonder what he'll uh, what what do you think he'll eat if he wins the Super Bowl? I mean, just another cheeseburger. Well, if they win the Super Bowl, will they you know stay in Miami to party or will they come back to Kansas City? The ripoff. Hey, you get to go to Disney World. Here's a rental car. Drive up the road. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If they win the Super Bowl, the fast food buffet that Andy Reid's going to get to eat oh on China at the White House? God. It's going to be incredible. We have pizzas, we have 300 hamburgers, many, many French fries. All of our favorite foods. Uh, I want to see what's here when we leave. They will go all out. This is why Donald Trump did the fast food buffet. He it saw was this for, coming. It was for Donald this Trump's Chiefs. a genius. Chiefs. <laughs> Words not often said. <laughs> he is a very stable genius. <laughs> really, you're up. I saw this coming for a long time. Patrick Mahomes is so great. He's only second in greatness to me. I don't really know how I could play football, but he you kind of have a slight Russian accent. Yeah. yeah, that one wasn't as good. That one wasn't as good, but uh, he would make. Did you see his comedy made to Joe Burrow? He said, uh, "You you attack that defense like we attack those terrorists, and your football team would have attacked those terrorists." And I was like, "Oh no!" Uh, let's not use that analogy, okay? <laughs> well, then McGregor oh. yesterday or two days ago. <laughs> Guys, I want nothing more than for the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. So that way, and and I only want it to happen if Donald Trump brings fast food in. Now it has to happen. Has to. Last question of the podcast from Powercat Ryan. 
how do you watch a Super Bowl when your team is playing? I don't want Karen to try to start a convo about something I don't care about during a game I do care about. Riley doesn't get to answer this one. Why don't I get to answer this? Because you're a Cowboys fan. You're not watching. This is not your team. But I want the Chiefs to win it. And I think it's just a general question. How do you do it? Uh, Look, did, did anyone notice the Karen at the brawl? Which one? The, the, the one that was KU brawl. No, I mean, there, there was a like, Karen right in the middle of everything, like, please stop fighting. But yeah. oh no, the humanity. Someone replied to me and said, there's always a Karen. Yep. <laughs> there is always a Karen. And then uh, John Boy pointed out the ladies petting the KU players' heads yes. as if they were stingrays at the petting zoo. <laughs> I think if it, and I'm going to answer this question because guess what? I've never seen my team play for a Super Bowl, and neither of you. I don't think. I don't know how old you are, but the Chiefs haven't been to a Super Bowl in 50 years. I'm not 50. I was alive, but not consciously like, come aware. On. And it wasn't the same event. I would have been, I, I would have turned five that summer, so I was four years old. When I'm was. telling you right now, if the Dallas Cowboys were playing in the Super Bowl, I would be in my apartment and I would not invite anybody over. And I would be watching by my, I'd turn my phone off because I'd tweet. No, no, you sh- wouldn't. I would. Okay, I'm a lifelong Chiefs fan. I I mean, I literally, we moved uh, to Salina, Kansas when I was four. So a lifelong Chiefs fan. That's been my team. I've suffered through it all. Like I said, I was alive for the Super Bowl win, but even those teams post-Super Bowl were really good. I remember Buck Buchanan, Dawson. I mean, you just go through the names. Otis Taylor, Elmo Wright, maybe my favorite Chief of all time. I've been through all of it. But I don't know what it's like to watch the Super Bowl. But I love the game of football. And for years, when we were in Salina, we'd go to a friend's house for the Super Bowl, and I'd hardly ever watch anything. In fact, Andre Coleman returned to kickoff for a touchdown, and I missed it because people were talking and I'm getting food. And Then we hosted a Super Bowl party for a couple of years, and I was telling Zach, going to a Super Bowl party is not a good way to watch the Super Bowl. Hosting a Super Bowl party is the worst way to try to watch Super Bowl because, hey, do you get any more napkins? Hey, there's no toilet paper left down here. Could you get me a fresca? I want to be Lynn Dawson. That just so. Is this an actual event that yeah, happened? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you just don't get to do anything. So here was my, my uh, thought process, and I hope my wife isn't listening. I immediately Googled hotel and air flight prices. Not because I had any dream of being able to afford to go to the actual game. I knew that wasn't going to happen. But to just be on the ground in Miami, the pseudo place of my birth, West Palm Beach, close enough, was going to be really cool. Go to Miami, hang out with Rob Cassidy, do... I don't want to talk about it. Rob Cassidy's fun. We'll just say that. And and then enjoy the post-party with Chiefs fans all over Miami. That's what I wanted to do. Airfare was $700. Hotels are $350 a night. I found a Hampton Inn in Fort Lauderdale for $250. Not doing it. How much is that rental car, though? Yeah, no doubt. I think your best bet would have been to book it in September. Yeah. So, well, this is how in tune I am. I... Didn't even know where the Super Bowl was until about a month ago. I didn't. I just don't pay attention to that stuff. Anyhow, so now my immediate response, once I rule that out, my immediate response is, let's go to Kansas City, have a party with friends. We've got a lot of friends in Kansas City. Let's go to Super Bowl party in Kansas City. Yeah, let's do it. Let's be in Kansas City for the game. 
Now I'm like, hold on. Even if they're all Chiefs fans, the Karen or the Chad will be there to ask questions. They're not really that passionate about the game. Who's the halftime entertainment? I'm still talking about the ads during the snap of the ball. I told Becky last night, I think I just want to go to our basement with pizza and wings and our dogs and watch the game. I don't want that. It sounds fun to be a moment of fraternal interaction because I've got some really dear friends in Kansas City. Yeah, let's share this moment together. No, it's about me, a lifelong cheese fan who's never seen this happen. I want to see it happen. Plus, if they lose, I want to sulk. I have tentatively promised to go to Kansas City. I'm afraid for my personal safety and for the safety of my wallet. So I'm up in the air right now. Because if they win, everyone's going to end up in one of the bar districts. Everyone. All of the bar districts. I mean, a lot of people got, a couple people got shot after the AFC title game, man. Well, that was in a I got a friend that has an apartment down the fringe of town. Oh, is that where it was? It wasn't wasn't a bar district. It's in like a strip mall somewhere. I got a friend that has an apartment. Like, a couple blocks away from Power and Light. And I'm like, yo, maybe we should just, like, watch it in your place and just get, like, really crazy. And, and Power and Light will be fun. If you can get in. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I honestly, probably if you're trying to watch. Saturday night if you want to be in there If Sunday. you're trying to set that up, you probably need to be, like, in line to get inside at, like, 6 in the morning on Sunday. That's how crazy that is going to be. I wonder how the bars without side doors will handle that. Like, I would put myself on the list of, like, PBR where I have friends work. Uh, get into PBR through the back door. And get out into the... Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. And then the problem with that is you can't... I'm out of beer in the second quarter. What do I do? If I leave and go get another one, I'm not getting this spot back. No. Yeah. It's a mess. I don't know. Waldo. That's why you got to bring a camel Westport, back. Westport, Plaza. Then you got to pee a lot. That's why you get a stadium pal. Huh. <laughs> Want to borrow an adult diaper and get you hooked up? I've got a contact. I'm good. They don't. They're not as hefty as you would imagine. Dude, <laughs> what a way to end it. Go Chiefs, man! This is going to be so much fun. February second, five-ish o'clock. Lots of ads. Yes. Someday, my nonprofit's going to have a Super Bowl ad. I've just stated that publicly. It's been a private goal. Someday, Blue Shamrock will have a prostate cancer awareness ad in the Super Bowl. They will have $3 million to spend on 30 seconds of an advertisement. What a day. But pretty much our target audience. Because Karen will tell her husband, what's your PSA score? That's it for the overtime. Have a great weekend. One more weekend, and then it's Super Bowl weekend. And I'm going to have some zero-calorie wings. 
You've been listening to the PowerCat Overtime Podcast, presented by Fridge Wholesale Liquor. PowerCat Podcast, all rights reserved, gopowercat.com and Spirit Street Publishing.